the spotlight Southside, baby, ain't on my right The gator came down from a straight flight This shit knock you out like a fight night My cold need darker Lemon drop the paint like a Parker Trapping in the house, shit Tryna fuck up the market The 40 gon' spit and you know it hit hard And they go retarded That big one crazy gang fuck but grab The chopper hit dead They hit the truck for payment Southside baby, man, my name on the pavement I'm outside baby, ran the set like you breathing The world man crazy, bitch, you think you don't play me I'm on the drink and they hit me The 40 gon' pop, tell you bring the confetti Tell that bitch that I'm ready They put in the motion Swing the lane, baby, like I swim in the ocean I'm on two drugs, baby, I've been missing the post. I've been leaning, I've been dotting, but I'm keeping it going Yeah, I slide with my rod, I don't need it to show We been smoking on your partner, bitch, I think that you know him Yo, what's up, man, slide, bitch, you know that she blowing I'm rolling, smoking the pool, they 40 hot, I ain't stolen The 40 pop, man, you know it, shit Smoking on the new outpack, I got that Whenever you get the poppin', you get popped at Fallin' out this bitch, knock it, and they get knocked back Baby, when you ballin', you got options, just stop that Tell them, just stop that No, you ain't about that No, you can't block that What I am, you not that See, what I am, you not that No, what I am, you not that Theodora, she is being cordial We're not little mortals, I'm tryna see a clear portal I have her right here on the clear mobile, word to go to Right now, six figures is near normal German engineered all those bank franks and euros Big bank Hank Maduro's and room temperature photos And not a memory of enemies before those And a brief prayer as I prepare the portals I'm ruthless, riding ruthless This my empire and I'm Lucius So much new shit, I'm a nuisance On them foes, I'm abusive And my club ain't at all inclusive It's how you do shit, the coke look like it belong to Belushi I was on the prawn, she was on the sushi Fuck them goofies, I'm on the roof if you won't scoop me We in the movies, I was just putting on a movie Chill, I knew the real dollar bill, what's a dollar to? CFR Network, CFR News, good day, good night all, shalom, balance, liha, wassalam, all of the universal greetings back, diligently working hard in the lab, special guest with me, all the way across the waters, Sean Dustin, no way, where but up, podcast, welcome to um, the broadcast, sir, how are we? Good, good, man, thank you for uh, inviting me on your show, uh, looking forward to it. Most definitely. And now I did, I do normally at times do a lot more of a deep dive in regards to the introduction. Um, of late, I've been allowing the guests to, uh, to introduce themselves. So please, for the, uh, the listeners, we may thinking, where were we going to go on this one, Noble? Hmm, this is an interesting gentleman's on, you know, where are we going with this? Interesting part. What's a brief introduction, sir? Yeah, so my name is Sean Dustin. I host a podcast called Nowhere to Go But Up. And in that podcast, it's basically uh, comeback stories and seeking the truth and all the things that I'm interested that kind of fall in place in between. So 
uh, that's kind of what I do. And, and I started the show based on my own experience and my own life journey of uh, having nowhere to go but up three times. Yes, yes, folks, three times I lost everything and had to rebuild, uh, you know, due to uh, circumstances that I'm sure we'll touch on. Yes, most definitely. And that in itself, you know, doing it once is, 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 is a, a feat in itself. Doing it twice again is a, a huge sort of challenge and sort of goal that you can attain, but three times. I mean, some people are broken at the first hurdle, the second hurdle, but to continue on is um, inspirational, not to only not to only people who are around you physically and know you and can see where you've gone and where you've been and where you are, but for people who can hear the story and think, wow, well, if he's done it, what's so different about me, you know? Surely I can draw upon some of the, the keys of success that this young gentleman has, has, has provided, you know, in this, this conversation. And I can maybe apply that in, in my life. No, you're absolutely right. And uh, I believe that, you know, if you have a personal development podcast, not necessarily just have to limit it to that. But I mean, that's the, the purpose is, you know, uh, uh, audio, uh, sometimes video format and, and being able to relate to people uh, where they're at, you know, yes. uh, in their journeys and hopefully getting something and learning, you know, because the only time that you lose in life is when you quit mm-hmm. and you don't and you don't learn. Even if you lose, if you learn something from it, you still win yes it's perspective isn't it i mean some yeah. people it's like there's especially in this modern sort of culture it's this taking l's i'm not taking an l but an l so is that a loss is that a, a lesson could mm-hmm. did we learn something from this experience because this game that we call life is one big experience there's highs lows treats puffs you know, um, troughs, there's, there's all sorts of different things. Um, some, it's a very beautiful, wonderful experience with very little trauma. For others, it's very traumatic and they have to fight, scratch, beg, borrow, steal and do all sorts of things just to eke out their existence. Mm. Yeah, that's a, you said a lot there. Um, <laughs> you know, just eking out an existence. And, you know, I, I, I feel like a lot of people don't realize that they're just existing. They're not really living. And because of, of traumas, you know, and in my case, you know, whatever it was that traumatized me when I was a kid, it, it set me into like this, uh, like what a record does when it skips, right? Mm -hmm. It just boom, boom. Yeah. And, and it goes back and you just you're just in this rut mm-hmm. or at least i was in this rut that just i couldn't get out of i couldn't get out of it and it was you know almost like a stutter and until that uh you know i i was able to you know put the pieces together and realize what was going on and that i didn't want to be in that rut anymore right mm, most definitely was there an external force or person who sort of gave you like a, um, a direction to go in or was this all through self growth and personal development and falling over and stumbling and thinking, Oh, actually, no, that's the right way. Kind of thing. Uh, a lot of it was my own just experiences and just being tired of, of, you know, not, not being 
not living up to what I knew I was capable of, if that makes sense. Um, and you know, I, you know, went through, uh, drug addiction, 18 years on meth, uh, amphetamines, criminal, been to jail, been to prison for three years, federal and state, um, from my addiction took me right, right, right there. They got places for you. If you don't want to follow the rules, that's for sure. You don't want to go there. Definitely Um, not. You know, got out of that and then ended up, you know, in, in a seven year opiate addiction, uh, which was legal, but nonetheless, it was still a problem because my life revolved around it and trying to get it and, and everything else. So, I mean, there was a lot of stuff and, and toxicity, you know, that I had learned through being in addiction and, and the type of person, you know, that that feeds in that in that uh, wow. that space. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Sean, just on that, that um, what you've just said. So I take it the latter addiction, was that a result of, because usually to come off any sort of addictive substances, they'll replace it with something else, which is quote unquote, less addictive. And generally the patient will then start to potentially abuse that or will become physically addicted or mentally addicted to that replacement. So was that the sort of same kind of process? No, uh, unfortunately it wasn't. So, you know, one of the things that I did when I got clean and, you know, decided to stop using and turn my life around, I started playing adult slow pitch softball. And so, you know, put me in a different around different people and and doing something uh, a little bit more healthy as an activity. And so I ended up getting injured. And so when I went to the doctor here, it's, it's Kaiser Permanente is what I've had. And, uh, it's in my record that I'm an addict. So, you know, when they asked me about the pain medication, I was like, they said, well, no, you're an addict, um, but we can give this to you. If, if you sign this saying that you'll release us of liability, if you get addicted. And so of course I, against my better judgment, I mean, I knew, I knew that there would be that possibility, but I also knew that I kind of wanted to get high uh, um, freebie. You know what I mean? Ah, and, okay. and so there's that addict in, in, in me, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, Oh, I know what this is. Yeah. Uh, yeah let's so get our so, so when, when you became drug free, did you totally, did you not t- partake in like alcohol as well? Did you totally become like a straighty as I would refer to it as? When I was in the program, cause I used AA to, to initially, um, you know, get away from, you know, when I got out of jail, I just, I jumped into AA. So I didn't, so I had something. Mm-hmm. So you know, initially to, to come to uh, during that period, but then I moved away from it and I did. Yeah. I did drink every now and again. Um, and, you know, sometimes it would, you know, if I drink too much, I go to the dark side. Okay. So it's, it's a balancing act. Right. Yeah. And so like, I hardly ever drink now at all, unless it's a, a, uh, like just one, mm-hmm. you know, if I'm out at a, you know, with my mom and you know, we're having dinner, I'll have like a Bloody Mary and that's about it. But do you, I guess you would, you, you, you would know, I guess, better than myself, but the longer you stay off, for instance, alcohol, I can have half a pint and I am very, very tipsy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like I am what they would class a very cheap date in that respect. So it does have its, <laughs> It, it's pluses and it's minuses like of course like if you've always been a person who likes to be in an intoxicated state where by any means whether that's alcohol smoking whatever it is 
to come out of that and then to to say you know what I'll 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 do that maybe once a month I won't be an an addict to it I will be a responsible alcohol or drug user and say I'm going to use it recreational at certain times so maybe on the weekends only and I'm not going to take the liberties it's all about moderation unfortunately with the personalities that many people have especially drug addicts it's very much so addictive personalities who will sort of draw and once you're into something you're going to devote your whole essence into doing what that is that you love to do yeah no that's that's a great point and to that point there there's not a lot of people that can can do that right can sort of you know not can do this but can abuse this other thing over Mm -hmm. here Mm -hmm. and you know i don't know if if you were to put some methamphetamine in front of me now i i mean i i can't tell you yes i can't tell you no that i wouldn't mm-hmm. um i would like to say that that i would make the right choice and nowadays i i based my choices mostly on risk versus reward and so what am i risking and what is the reward that i'm going to get by doing this action right mm. and so you know, on the one hand, yeah, it, I'm going to have a little bit of fun, maybe, but probably not, you know, being that I haven't done it for a long time, and the things that I used to do and enjoy about it. Yeah, I'm not going to be able to find those in, in one evening of, of <laughs> you know, d- d- not being able to sleep, right? Yeah. And so plus my daughter and all of these other things that I've worked really hard for, to achieve and to gain and, and to, to, to get, do I really want to risk all of that for something that's probably not going to be that much fun at least not how i remembered it when it was mm-hmm. right because time's passed right yes. you can't you can't recreate something in your mind that i've tried it before when i moved to vegas i tried to recreate this life that i had as a drug dealer and a, and a club raver over there and it was completely different and it ended up me up in prison because you just can't cre- recreate spaces like that mm. or periods in time in your life yeah mm-hmm. they're they're in the past for a reason totally totally and that's the that's the difficult point to get to realize number one to recognize that okay this part of my life is over I now need to look at something else or this friendship that I have is over I now need to move forward it's very very difficult number one to recognize that and number two to actually put things in place to to manage those emotional heartbreaks that you may have you know the 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 physical bits and pieces that you may have along with that depending on what type of friendship it was um the association with going to places and it it's very tricky man very tricky no it, it is and the older you get the harder it gets to make friends Right. Because you it's not that you forget how to make friends. It's that you have to be, be able to find people that can blend into your your time frame. Yeah. Right? Because life, you know, your kids, this, that. I mean, you only have available slots that you can, you know, go and do other things or hang out with 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 said friends. If you don't have ones that you've had for a long period of time that live close by and you stayed relatively near the area that you grew up in Mm -hmm. otherwise it's about making new ones and that's difficult and and you know especially now 
it's more difficult than ever because of all the separation <laughs> and division that's been that's been kind of tossed around and flamed and fueled and yeah and you know you it's just it's a mess and so yeah it's it's very difficult i have one friend um i have a lot of people that i connect with online mm-hmm. um you know i'm, I'm great at, at creating and and initiating connections mm-hmm. i'm just not the best at maintaining them after well, that that's something on the old to-do list. You know, we 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 are imperfect beings on this plane of existence. You know, we will never be perfect, but it's it's again, it's about identifying. It's about everyday striving to be a better person. Um, oh, you know, some people might say I or others overanalyze self and sometimes you can do that. You can be overly critical. You can be too um, analytic and stuff. But I find. Being methodical, being analytic allows you to either, as they say, win or lose. You know, you'll make the right decisions because you've analyzed it or you'll make the wrong decisions um, and you'll learn from it. So you'll lose in regards to maybe that task or that situations, but ultimately the experience, because life is a huge experience. um, It's like, yeah, I've got it now. I understand it now, you know, maybe I need to tone down my analytical skills and maybe think about the first thought, which is something I have been struggling with for years upon years. The scenario would be you're driving along. "Mm, Should I take this left? No, I'll just go on straight. I can't be bothered to turn. And you carry on going straight. And next thing you know, there's roadworks, there's traffic, there's this and that. And you're like, I knew I should have turned. That was the first thought that came into my head. Just turn left or turn right. And you don't do it. That is um, a very difficult thing to do. To channel that, to understand it. And actually, you know what, let's do it. And generally, I can't think of a time where the first thought, I've gone with it and it's turned out bad. No, no. I, a lot of times I, I, I suffer the same thing. I overanalyze the, the hell out of everything. Um, I have a really good analogy for you, though, that's kind of in the same vein. All right. So I think life is a lot like double Dutch. Do you know what double Dutch is? Yes. Yes. So think about it. You're you're waiting for your 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 mm-hmm. chance to, to get in. Right. Mm-hmm. A lot of life is waiting for your opportunity. Yes. So you're waiting for the opportunity to get in. And a lot of the times when we get that opportunity, we fail because we can't get in the groove. The rhythm. Yeah. We can't get into flow. Mm -hmm. And so how often, you know, and do they get into flow once they get in, you know, once they get into their hopscotch, the double Dutch thing, right? And they're getting there. Boom, boom, boom. They're doing it. And their flow only lasts for a little bit and then bam, you're out. Yes. And life is a lot like that and i think a lot of us are just throwing darts waiting to see what's going to stick and how us to get into our flow <laughs> and and you know it's getting harder and harder because the 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 things are moving a lot faster now That's the systems the systems that we're all in and intertwined in are just starting to move faster and faster so getting into your flow and actually getting started it's so difficult yeah and let me add one more string to that that analogy it's no longer just two ropes. <laughs> They've got right. 12 ropes going around. 
and they've got four people swinging there as hard and as quickly as bloody possible. And two of those oh, ropes, you're so right. <laughs> Sean, two of those ropes have got barbed wire. They're barbed wire. <laughs> <laughs> you're so right, man. You are so right. I didn't even think about that. I was going the the, the 2D version, man. Yes. You're for 12D. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to think outside the box. And as as I as I always say, this is the thing that they want to do. They want to label us. They want to package us and put us all into these nice little boxes. And then within that little box, you know, it, it contains <laughs> your whole essence. And you know, people are fighting tooth and nail. I want to be part of that box. You know, I, I like that box. I'm comfortable in that box. I'm happy being in that box. I do not want to be outside of the box because being outside of the box, it brings mm -hmm. forth are, a lot are, of mas are masks included in that box? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, there's a mask for every day, sir. <laughs> oh, man, because if there are, I don't want to go in that box. Yeah. <laughs> I want to go in the other one. <laughs> this is it. This is it. Well, you know, I mean, each to their own. When the, the zombie apocalypse started, as I dubbed it, the old zombie apocalypse, which we're still, in essence, in, it's sort of, sort of have, we, we can see some relief, depending on where you are in this um, plane of existence. But I always said, when he first started, this is crazy, absolute insanity. And I, I am disgusted in humanity and mankind in swallowing it tooth and nail like they was asking for seconds the the death porn was on 24 hours a day mm. and nobody well not nobody but the general lemmings and sheep they were just eating it oh okay i'll, I'll stand outside my doorstep and clap like a little flipping seal for the nhs oh i'll do that you know there's, 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 there's no food on the shelves. We've got to line up outside like flipping idiots and then go in and mingle with each other. And keep, it was just like, where common sense, humanity, people, what are we doing? Children have been born throughout this period of the zombie apocalypse, only seeing people's eyes. Communication for, for, for children, luckily for not all, but for, I think it's a third in the UK, are having speech problems. The mm. cognitive learning and the, 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 the association with people and how to, you know, just to exist as a little child, a little toddler has been totally stunted based upon this period. Yeah, I, ref I refused to uh, mask my daughter when we went out. I wouldn't put her in any anything. And a lot of the times I would wear this shirt <laughs> and, and, uh, or this, this hoodie. And then I would not wear a mask and it would just so funny. Cause I live in Northern California. So it's, you know, lib, lib, libtard central. And, um, there's a lot super left, man. I got into it the other day with somebody about something that like, it's just so difficult to, ar to argue with them. Um, but anyways, uh, the first thing they do is they'll, they'll look at they'll look at me they'll look at the shirt and then they'll just shake their head and, yeah you know that whole you know karen look <laughs> <laughs> karen and kevin eh? they're a wonderful bunch they are i mean oh, yeah. if you're in northern cal it must be um the topography the the you know the, the, the well i don't know about now but i guess the food access to some 
cleanish kind of food and stuff and climate is beautiful but i've heard california the, the whoever's running that is it neeson whoever is this is this wicked guy yeah, is newsome yeah he's doing some real strange stuff over there man yeah, well, on the surface, you, it seems like, you know, COVID is over and, you know, people are moving on. And, you know, if you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. I mean, it's, that's your business. I mean, do what you want to do in your own space. Uh, but legislatively, the Senate bills, assembly bills, they're trying to run stuff through that will keep this thing going. And what a lot of people don't understand, this is the argument I got in, with somebody the other day. It was about the 22nd of May, the World Health Organization or the Pandemic Treaty Conference, they're getting ready to sign or vote the World Health Organization into power over 194 countries. <laughs> and nobody is paying attention. Nobody seems to, to know. The mainstream's not covering it. But I mean... This potentially could be the beginning of the new world order, you know? Um, so I don't know, man. I mean, there's just so many things that, yeah. like, you just look at and, you know, I mean, fuck, I'm the crazy guy. <laughs> no, you're not. You're not. I understand what you mean by that statement, but no, you're not. Um, <laughs> I, this NWO thing. You know, I don't. I'm not referring to the the the, the '90s wrestling faction. <laughs> um, I it's actually an old world order. This new world order terminology, I, I can understand it, but it's an old world theology jazzed up because technology has advanced. You know, quote unquote, humanity has advanced. So yes, we can call it a new world order in essence. But this is this is a plan that has been refined and changed and slightly tweaked over, I would say, what, a thousand, I would say, what, six plus thousand years ago? Mm. This, is, this is nothing new. Mm. As, as it was written in the, in the manuscripts, the Holy Bible, he only left you basic instructions before leaving Earth. There is nothing new under the sun. Nothing. Granted... Nope. Granted, we didn't have this ability to do what we're doing now, let's say 2000 years ago, but I, what I would hypothesize is that we were able to um, communicate via um, telepathy and those kind of things. Oh, I believe that shit is really true. Uh, I've experienced some stuff that I can't explain in, in my lifetime. And so, I mean, there's, there's definitely something out there, you know, for whatever your higher power is, whatever you need to uh, be able to ingest that mm -hmm. or consume whatever it is, uh, you know, whether it's God, whether it's the universe, which I choose to use is the universe, because it's something to me that makes more sense than, than the G.O.D. Mm -hmm. uh, so. Well, elaborate I mean, on that. Elaborate on that, please, kind sir. Um, I just, I'm. I, I, I associate God with organized religion. Okay. Which I, I know that it isn't, but for, for whatever reason, I just can't, it just, I just don't like it. I don't like that word. And it, it just makes me, it makes me think, it, it makes me think you're full of shit. 
Yeah. Um, you know, and you're just somebody, you know, trying to get tithing, tithing or, or you know, whatever, <laughs> whatever, man. I just don't want to have nothing to do with it. I, I totally but, understand. I totally understand. But we can talk about the the universe all you want and the crazy, you know, way energy works and, you know, how we're all energy beings. And, you know, we do have the ability to telepathically communicate, although it's not like it used to be. But mm. I mean, there's no there's no denying when you think of somebody and they call you two days later. There's no denying when you think of something and all of a sudden uh, that person pops up or, 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 you know what I mean? There's something going on there. I well, don't know what it is. Well, I don't know if anybody knows what it is. And Sean, can, I'm can sure you a, go on. Sorry. No, no, go ahead. I'm sure you can attest to this, but you alluded to um, thinking of someone and then two days later, them calling you. How about you thinking of that person and then your phone rings? Or you thinking of that person and they're at your door? <laughs> mm. <laughs> synchronicity, not coincidence, no such things. Synchronicity and the ability to tap into that when you do have that, that connection, that vibe with that person. Um, and I put it down to the more experiences the more time spent, you can make that connection. There's an etheric, if we can use that term, connection that takes place where words don't even need to be uttered. It's just thoughts. Now, because we're in a, a lower state of self, it's not like it was when the pyramids, for instance, were built and created, <laughs> you know, when people were just using their minds to lift up stones and all those kind of things. <laughs> you know, yeah, so it's amazing. It's, it's, it, so it very much is. I don't necessarily buy into the stitching aliens thing. I mean, unless you, this is slightly deviating, but aliens, what is an alien? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't believe the monkey theory that we came from monkeys. No. And the reason why I don't believe that is that we've been here for how many thousands of years uh, as a primate or, mm -hmm. or a, a, a upright walking yeah. uh, species and these damn monkeys are still doing the same shit so you know monkeys whatever there is that they're do they are doing they're doing because they've seen us do it okay so who did we see do it to know what we're doing that's what i want to know that is, that's where you get into the well learned behavior or observed behavior i think one mm -hmm. i think there's an element look, of, at, look at kids if you have if you have children just watch your own children and see how they how they evolve themselves right in front of you and it's it's from mimicking you they mimic what you you do and that's how they learn and so who did we mimic because i know I, we didn't just come out knowing shit no who, who who did we mimic i think it was through a process of trial and error as, as we, in our personal journeys, we are born, we are thrown into certain religions by our family and stuff and certain doctrines and certain, you know, rituals and all those kind of things. And we get older, we either keep with them or we search and look for something else. Um, so it's, it's a, and then we find what works for us trustfully and we stick with that and we tweak it and we continue on. And then with our offspring, we then embody and part of that what we found successful in our life we impart that to them so i think that's how it, it all kind of gets to the point where we are now 
initially, I, th- I think it must have been very chaotic, very chaotic to a point. Mm, yeah, I, I, I would say so. I mean, I, you know, looking at, you know, even just the days of the, the, the Indians and the Native Americans, you know, the Apaches and, you know, what was that really uh, bloody okay. one that that really killed a whole lot of uh, people? Uh, the Was it the Apaches or was it Cherokees or... I don't know whichever one it was, a group that was really, really savage. I think it was and, Apache, according to certain history. Um, but yeah, I understand what you mean. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, that's just the nature of, of people. I mean, look at, for whatever reason, that's just what we do. You know what I mean? As a as a species. And uh, I lost my train of thought there. Oh, don't worry. But so let, me, let me pick it up on there. So that comes <laughs> down to... <clears throat> pardon self when we boil it down to them it's most basic we can we can add additional titles on top of this but there's good and there's bad simple as you've got a set of good people and you've got a set of bad people the bad people will manipulate lie cheat murder kill and all the rest of the stuff um whereas good people want to exist want to do as best for themselves and for other people around them and that's where the conflict is oh Let's try and take advantage of those people. They're naive and sweet and nice. We're we're more advanced, quote unquote, and we have the ability to be wicked and and, um, deceitful. So that means we're better. So we we need to take their stuff because they shouldn't have it. Why should they have the good crops and the good land? No, we'll take that. Hmm. Yes, 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 yes. That's been going on for a long time. <laughs> That's nothing it's, new either. Yeah, nothing, nothing. I mean, it's, as I say, we can bring on the other labels and titles, you know, racist and homophobe and all these other things. But ultimately, are you a good person or are you a bad person? Let's just keep it simple. Yeah, what's the content of your character? That's what I base everything on. I just had a conversation with... Uh, Dr. Ariana Love, and I just published it, the, the latest one. And, you know, that's, we were talking about, you know, Jewish Judaism, uh, the Palestinians and Israel and all this stuff, because she was an activist uh, for, for Palestinians or Palestine. And, you know, I was like, well, I wouldn't, like, I, would, I wouldn't even know what, a, if a Jewish person approached me, I wouldn't even know. You know what I mean? It's not, and and even if I did, it's like I don't, I don't care about that. Like, what's the content of your character? How do you treat people? How are how are, how do you treat your family? Mm-hmm. You know, are you are you a decent person? You know, can are you trustworthy? You know, all of the things that that like I don't care about any other stuff. Ultimately, we're all, we're, we're 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 all all kinds of different stuff, anyways. <laughs> Definitely, it's. It's it's disappointing, but it's understandable. It's understandable. The powers that should have never have been have manipulated and massaged this uh, and geoengineered socially how it is now. I, I really think that we just need a, a, a massive reset, technologically wise. I think we need. Um, not all the way back to the Stone Age. I think we need. I think we need to go back to maybe like the 1950s or something like that. That's over when it was a little bit more simple. People had homesteads. You know, the one breadwinner in the house. That's all that was required. <laughs> you know. 
I can, I, I can see that. I mean, I, I've, you know, now that I've been growing my own stuff and, um, you know, how eating it, being able to, to consume it, uh, you know, and seeing how neat that process is. And it's like, Oh, okay. Mm. Like, it's not that hard. That's kind of cool. You know, let's see, see how much, I, how much other stuff I can do. for taking the time to tune into CFR Network. If you enjoyed the content, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe. And if you ain't already, most definitely share. If you'd like to go that step further and to support the broadcast, go over to sbmentality.com and go get yourself some merch. And also go check out my sponsor over at Instagram, Supreme of the UK. Thank you for your continued support.